Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart 7 2021 Christmas Special. Each day across Christmas and the New Year, we're going to have a brand new episode of The Smart 7 to help you remember the biggest moments from another dramatic year. Plus, we've got special guest hosts joining us who will take us through the seven biggest moments from the last 12 months, including Danny Dyer, Edith Bowman, The Bunker and Gabby Roslin. In today's episode, we're looking back at the events of the second quarter of 2021, the seven biggest stories between April and June. We start with a sombre moment for the nation on Friday the 9th of April. His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, passed away on Friday morning at Windsor Castle. A week of mourning will culminate in the official state funeral on Saturday afternoon, which will be televised. Prince Charles spoke of his loss. My dear papa was, uh, was a very special person who, I think above all else, would have been amazed by the reaction and the touching things that have been said about him. And from that point of view, we are, my family, deeply grateful for all that. It will sustain us in this particular loss and at this particularly sad time. And Prince Andrew spoke on Sunday at Windsor Castle on how his mother is coping. The Queen, as you would expect, is an incredibly stoic um, person. Um, And um, uh, she described uh, his passing as a miracle. And uh, and she's... um, Contemplating, I think, is the way that I would put it. There is, she described it as, as, as having left a huge void uh, in her life. As the funeral capacity will only be 30 people, Boris has given up his seat for a member of the royal family. And Prince Harry has flown home, but Meghan's doctor has advised her not to travel as it's too late in her pregnancy. Dominic Cummings officially left his Downing Street position in November of 2020, probably too early for the Christmas parties, but he's been a thorn in Boris's side throughout 2021, making use of his blog and tweeting stories and commentary on his former boss. In May, Dom appeared in front of a Commons committee and testified for seven hours about the government and Boris's reaction to the pandemic and their attempts to cope as infections started to spread. He began with an apology. The truth is that senior ministers, senior officials, senior advisers like me fell disastrously short of the standards that the public has a right to expect of its government in a crisis like this. When the public needed us most, the government failed. And I'd like to say to all the families of those who, uh, who died unnecessarily how sorry I am for the mistakes that were made and for my own mistakes at that. He was utterly scathing about Boris, saying he did hear him say, let the bodies pile up, and he painted a picture of incompetence that led directly to thousands of deaths. It is completely crazy that I should have been in such a 
senior position, in my personal opinion. I'm not smart. I've not built great things in the world. Um, it, it's just... It, it, it's completely crackers that someone like me should have been in there, just the same as it's crackers that Boris Johnson was in there and that the choice at the last election was Jeremy Corbyn. And he told a brutally frank story about just how underprepared the government were for a pandemic, describing the moment that senior civil servant Helen McNamara walked into the Cabinet office. I've been told for years that there was a whole plan for this. There is no plan. We're in huge trouble. I've come through here to the... Helen McEnroe said, I've come through here to the Prime Minister's office to tell you all, quote, I think we are absolutely The death of George Floyd in May 2020 sparked protests, riots and a global awareness that black lives matter. It took 11 months for the police officer at the centre of the investigation, who was videoed kneeling on George's neck in the street, to be put on trial. And on Tuesday the 20th of April, the jury finally gave its verdict. There was widespread relief across the United States as the jury found former police officer Derek Chauvin guilty of the murder of George Floyd. Crowds gathered outside to hear the verdict. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter, have to count three second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict due to this 20th day of Joe Biden addressed the nation and called for police reform. We have to listen. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Those are George Floyd's last words. We can't let those words die with him. We have to keep hearing those words. We must not turn away. We can't turn away. We have a chance to begin to change the trajectory. It's my hope and prayer that we live up to the legacy. In May, the BBC finally announced the results of a long-running investigation into, well, itself. It related to the famous Martin Bashir and Princess Diana interview and how exactly the interview was landed in the first place. The report was pretty damning. Do you think Mrs Parker Bowles was a factor in the breakdown of your marriage? Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. The report by Lord Dyson found that Bashir deceived and induced Diana into the interview using mocked-up bank statements. And the journalist issued an apology yesterday saying it was a stupid thing to do and an action I deeply regret. Prince William made this statement last night. It is welcome that the BBC accepts Lord Dyson's findings in full, which are extremely concerning. That BBC employees lied and used fake documents to obtain the interview with my mother, made lurid and false claims about the royal family, which played on her fears and fueled paranoia. It is my view that the deceitful way the interview was obtained substantially influenced what my mother said. Still to come on this Christmas edition of the Smart 7, Matt Lavish Holiday's Hancock finally comes undone, and it turns out we all miss the gossip from friends. Right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to The Smart Set. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform.
The COVID-19 virus was a constant presence throughout 2021, from lockdowns in the early part of the year through to the growth of what was known as the Indian variant, but became much better known as the Delta variant. It would lead to a huge wave of cases, but back in June, we really had no idea what we were facing. Sir Dave King is head of Independent Sage and he's concerned about the figures he's seeing. Hospitalisation is now on the increase in England and Scotland. The only region in the country that is not increasing is the east of England, but we can already see hospitalisation rates across the country rising. And that's a very important signal to us that this uh, Indian variant is affecting younger people seriously. Professor Adam Finn of the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation says that it's looking more likely that the famous roadmap may have to be altered as efforts are made to speed up the delivery of second shots. I think there's a a significant chance that it could change. We're better off being cautious at this point and being able to progressively unlock ourselves than to overdo it and then end up all the way locked down fully all over again. And even Environment Secretary George Eustace is conceding that things are not looking good. Um, look, the, the rates are going up again slightly, but from a low base and probably to be expected, given that there's still a, a significant number of younger people that are now out and mixing, uh, but um, haven't had the vaccine. I suppose that's to be expected. But I think the right thing to do is in a couple of weeks time, assess that data. He spent three years as health secretary. According to Dominic Cummings, he was described by Boris as totally f***ing hopeless. He failed to declare that a family firm won an NHS contract and he failed to publish details of PPE contracts in time. He was Matt Lavish Holiday's Hancock and he finally resigned after The Sun published images from an office security camera on the front of the paper at the end of June. I've been to see the Prime Minister to resign as Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. I understand the enormous sacrifices that everybody in this country has made, that you have made. And those of us who make these rules have got to stick by them. And that's why I've got to resign. His position was untenable after a leaked video from his office showed him breaching social distancing guidelines with a colleague in a way that was clearly inappropriate. An investigation is to be carried out into how the footage leaked, but Labour leader Keir Starmer says the whole mess is down to Boris. Matt Hancock was right to resign because he broke the rules. He had to go. But the Prime Minister should have sacked him. Yet again, Boris Johnson was too slow, too weak and didn't show the leadership that was needed. The new health secretary is to be Sajid Javid, former chancellor who quit after refusing to fire his advisers. Now he's back and honoured to serve. We are still in a pandemic and that will be my most immediate priority to see that we can return to normal as soon and as quickly as possible. Seventeen years after the last episode of the sitcom Friends aired, we finally got a reunion show on Thursday the 27th of May. Finally, after all that waiting, the Friends reunion show hit the airwaves and the streaming platforms yesterday. And under the watchful eye of James Corden, we discovered a massive secret that had been hiding in plain sight. James asked the cast if at any stage there'd been any real-life romance. And, well, Jennifer Aniston had a surprising answer. Uh, well, I mean, David? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... The first season. Yeah, the first season, we... I had a major crush on Jen. Um, I... 
And, and I think it was we both, at some point, we were both crushing hard on each other. But it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship. So, and we never crossed that boundary. You know, we respected that, and but we both... Bullshit. <laughs> this has been the Smart Sevens review of quarter two for 2021. We're back tomorrow at 7am with the first of our Christmas guest specials, with tomorrow being brought to you by the excellent The Bunker. See you then at 7am. Happy Christmas. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 